0: Good morning. Welcome to day three of the Gotham City fantasy draft grades. Cliff Jensen in the house. Man, we had a draft last night. Um, There was six or seven of us drafting together, so I'm not going to lie. I'm a little hungover today. Um, If you don't notice any pep in my step on the podcast, that is why. But it was great. Love fantasy draft season. It's definitely better than Christmas. That's definitely a t-shirt idea. Draft day, greater than symbol, Christmas. I'd rock that all day, every day. Uh, let's get right back into it. Our last four teams of the Gotham, Gotham City League. We're going to Mark Chesterton, who names all of his fantasy teams Manchester City. Um, so I love the start of his draft. So he went Derrick Henry. Can't go wrong there, beast mode. Snaked around, took Tyreek Hill. Uh, Usually Tyreek doesn't last till the second round, so I love that stack. You got two, you know, Henry, high touchdown potential. Tyreek Hill, big play guy in, you know, one of the best offenses, Andy Reid. You know, with, oh, yeah, by the way, Patrick Mahomes throwing to him. So Tyreek Hill, can't go wrong there. Then he did it. He grabbed Lamar Jackson. And, um, you know, I love the pick for you know, he's going to, that rushing ability of Lamar Jackson is just, it's, it's, it's the cheat code that we always talk about, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson. Uh, it's like starting two players in that slot. Basically he's got like a half of a running back as his quarterback and, uh, plus whatever he's getting, you know, throwing the ball. So I uh, love that pick there. And, uh, then he snaked around, got Melvin Gordon. So this is going to be one, it's a little early for me on Melvin Gordon. That name value still, you know, still looks amazing when you look at your roster. Um, but there are rumblings out of camp that it's going to be more of a split than we think with Phillip Lindsay. Phillip Lindsey is a very capable runner, um, you know, compared to say Austin Eckler. Although Austin Eckler is a good runner, at least uh, yards per carry wise but last year when you saw melvin gordon come back he was more the first and second down guy neckler got all the passing role and um you could see first and second down work kind of being split with Lindsay, but i do give the edge to melvin gordon for the pass catching ability and which is ironic because he's bigger than Lindsay. so you always just assume the smaller guy is going to be the third down back but it's going to be melvin gordon for me so um like i said a little early but if you wanted him, he had to reach for him a little bit. Um, and here's uh, the next couple of picks here: uh, T. Y. Hilton as his wide receiver two. He's he's in the X factor conversation there. Um, if T. Y. Hilton can play 16 games with Philip Rivers, very high upside, but aging wide receiver who already had an injury in camp. I believe he's good to go now, but. You never want a preseason injury to flare up. Um, so T.Y. Hilton as his wide receiver, too. I do like what he did in his flex, Tyler Boyd. I think going forward for Mark's team, he's going to notice Tyler Boyd being in his starting lineup more than T.Y. Hilton. That's just my forecast for his team. I think he's going to, you know, Hilton's going to get banged up and maybe miss a week here. Um, miss a week there and even mid game come out of the game go into the tent go back it like he's just an injury prone wide receiver so Tyler Higbee as his tight end uh, this will be the, his x-factor right here so T.Y. Hillen is the injury x-factor if I had to pick one but his x-factor is uh, Tyler Higbee we don't know what the Rams offense is going to look like because last year they split the season in half basically using their tight ends or not using their tight ends. So um, Mark is banking on what the Rams did the second half of the season, which Tyler Higbee was the num- by far the number one tight end for the last four weeks. And it was amazing, you know, not sustainable. He's not going to do, you know, a hundred yards per game with multiple touchdowns that, you know, no one's ever done that. You can't average that. But If he he can take the step forward and be a top three, top four tight end, um, that's your X factor, and he's really going to make a difference on your team. Solid pick, Jordan Howard as your flex. Love that. And, uh, you know, your bench is okay. Uh, Latavius Murray can plug and play. Has some standalone value, even with Kamara not injured, so that's good. I always like, you know, Latavius Murray is a handcuff. Um, for in case Kamara goes down, but he also could be thrown into your lineup if you needed uh, some points in a pinch, maybe a bye week. Aaron Rodgers as his backup quarterback, Uh, Justin Jefferson um, as his wide receiver on the bench. I love that. So he did grab one of the rookie wide receivers. Again, this is a guy that you never know, could be a fourth keeper for him next year. Um, so yeah, so all in all, I like the team. The rest of his rot, uh, bench is Jack Doyle, second tight end, Larry Fitzgerald, Benny Snell, and uh, Giovanni Bernard. So he took a couple other people's handcuffs there. So all in all, I'm going to give this uh, draft a B plus, B+. And uh, like I said, your X factor is going to be Tyler Higby. It could thrust you into uh, the A conversation. I can see this being a playoff team um, with some... Uh, You know, moderate changes during the season, maybe a few trades to improve some areas. Um, You know, he not that this matters too much. Maybe it does, but he does have Justin Tucker as his kicker. So that's always nice. You got a guy who's, you know, Lamar Jackson. Anytime he scores a touchdown, you're going to get one extra point from um, Justin Tucker. So cool little stack there. I I always like to kind of do that. You know, get a get a kicker out of uh, kicker and quarterback combo. It's fun to get the extra point after um, the touchdown. So nice job, Mark. And potential keepers for next year are uh, Derrick Henry, Tyreek Hill, Lamar Jackson. And it could go another a uh, number of different ways here. You could even be keeping Tyler Boyd next year. You know, say A.J. Green doesn't finish the season. What a shocker that would be, right? And I, I project that he won't. You know, what if Joe Burrow lights the world on fire and you have Tyler Boyd? Um, as your number four keeper next year. So I think you're in good shape. Also, also Justin Jefferson in the conversation. So that would be it for me for your keepers. Uh, But nice job, Mark. All right, folks, we are moving on to Ben Stagg's team, the spaceman himself, forgetting Brandon Marshall. So uh, I love the starting roster, most of it, of Ben's team. So we got Russell Wilson at quarterback, Kamara, Ronald Jones at running backs, at wide receiver, Godwin, and DJ Moore. Love that stack. PPR nightmare um, when you're playing against Ben this year with Kamara, Godwin, and Moore. Goodness. Uh, Then he's got some big play potential in his flex with Tyler Lockett, who's just annually underrated um here's where it gets dicey starting tight end tj hawkinson yes he's got uh, the athleticism and possibly the opportunity this year he could be third in targets for matt stafford which would be great if that's what it is so he's competing with gallaudet jones those two are going to get more targets but if hawkinson can be number three and stay healthy all year. Then I think Ben found a great starting tight end. Uh, his flex is uh, Daryl Henderson, who was already banged up this year, and you don't want um, you don't want your flex to get injured when he's in a uh, running back by committee because of the rookie Cam Akers. If Cam Akers shows more at camp now, while Henderson is out of practice. You can just see a, a you can see a pathway for Cam Akers to take the starting job, and um, and don't forget they really do trust Malcolm Brown. He got first team reps the other day when Henderson was out. So it's a three headed backfield, and if one of the guys is injured, which is Daryl Henderson, um, you know he's not going to be injured all year or anything. But when you're drafting, it, you know it's it's so tough, especially in a keeper. I I know he had to reach for him, but right now he's in his flex. So. Uh, Let's talk about his bench. He's got Antonio Gibson, uh, Darius Slayton, Nikhil Harry, T. Higgins. So three wide receivers with upside young. Second year for Slayton and Harry. Slayton broke out last year, but it was because of all the injuries to the other pass catchers. So can he do it while Sterling Shepard's on the field? Golden Tate, Evan Ingram, and Saquon. You know, he could be... The first target for daniel jones or he could be like the fifth target so it really is a roll of the dice when you're picking a giant wide receiver um, or even pass catcher including evan ingram but you know saquon is locked and loaded as the number one or number two target most likely Nikhil harry you know i th- i like the shot here second year in last year was injured most of the year you know Belichick doesn't treat rookies the way other teams do, and maybe now he's going to gain some respect in the wide receiver room. Maybe they give him an opportunity. And I do love T. Higgins here. Um, he's got Eric Ebron at his backup tight end. Not bad. You probably won't start him, um, but touchdown potential. And then he has Antonio Brown on his bench. So he's going to be on his bench for a long time. Even if he gets picked up by a team, he's already suspended uh for eight games starting you know whenever he gets picked up so Ben is hoping that a team signs him now so he can get those eight games out of the way but this is a smart play to just take up a a roster spot um because it is a keeper league so if Antonio Brown changes his tune a little bit and maybe stops acting crazy he could be a he could be a keeper next year for Ben and he got him for free so uh, Debo Samuel in his IR spot Along with Lamar Miller So he's taking advantage of that IR spot At least during the preseason We'll see if he's ballsy enough To, to keep those two there um, During the season When COVID starts hitting people's teams So uh, I'm going to give this team I know I sound like a broken record But I think I'm going to give this team I was going to give it a B plus I'm going B uh, That's, you know last team in type stuff um but i do i have to give ben credit uh he knows values he, he knows how to trade i think he can easily trade himself up to uh a b plus or a, a minus um you know his x factor uh there's going to be two it's going to be tj hawkinson uh, you know a lot of people's t- tight ends are going to be their x factor if they can break out um tj hawkinson and I'm actually going to say the other one is Ronald Jones. If Jones is the guy for Tom Brady, first and second down guy, uh, maybe even some third down work. He did catch 20 27 passes l- last year. So if he can catch like 35 passes, if Ronald Jones is the guy, goal line guy, first second down guy, I can see a scenario where this guy gets 12 touchdowns. If he gets 12 touchdowns, Ben's making the playoffs. No doubt about it, because he has Kamara, Godwin, D.J. Moore, and Tyler Lockett to back that up as the as the proven commodity. So uh, Ronald Jones is going to be a big X factor. Um, and honorable mention would be Russell Wilson. If they hashtag let Russ cook, um, let they let the dude throw the ball. You know, I love Russell Wilson, underrated quarterback, one of the best in the league. And they just—it's a run-first offense. So, uh, if they do let Russ cook, it's going to be—it's uh, going to be great because he's got the stack with Lockett. So, I'm giving it a B. And uh, only because his bench isn't super deep. Um, you know, if Debo comes back uh, for Week One, consider yourself a B-plus team, sir, which would be an automatic playoff team. Um, so, nice job here, potential keepers are uh camara godwin dj moore tyler lockett you never know maybe antonio gibson you never know maybe ronald jones if brady plays uh two years in tampa uh so you got potential keepers all over the place who knows daryl henderson that's i just named like seven players that could be keepers potentially if they hit so ben went a lot of upside here so nice job spaceman All right, next up, we have Gage Aziz's team, the Fresh Prince of Hilaire. Love that team name, by the way. Um, so, Mr. first pick in the draft, went Christian McCaffrey. Reach! No, I'm playing. Um, you know, he didn't make the same mistake that he did last year in our other league. He passed on McCaffrey and took Saquon last year in a league. and. You know, it was mostly due to injury that he was very, very upset, but McCaffrey did go off. So nice job taking the the no-brainer, number one, the give me, Christian McCaffrey. Um, then he snaked around. Uh, let me read off his team first. Matt Ryan, Christian McCaffrey, and um, Swift as the second running back, DeAndre Swift. Wide receivers, Mike Evans, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, grabbed a high-end tight end evan Ingram and his flex dk metcalf and his other flex zach moss and um so uh, the, here i'm gonna do something different here i'm gonna give you the score i'm gonna give you the grade first talk about the team and then tell you why it could be a potential a plus he's getting a b minus right off the right off the rip b minus why could it be an a plus i will tell you why gage took some of the highest end backup slash handcuffs that this league has to offer running backs. So he already has the best cream of the crop running back in Christian McCaffrey, which is like starting two players. It's basically started, it's just like the Lamar Jackson. It's, it's he's starting a, a borderline, you know, top 15, top 20 wide receiver. And then you're getting all the rushing of a Christian McCaffrey. So, that's like starting two players. So, what he did, he has Swift as his RB2. Right off the bat, I don't like that. There's where the B- minus comes in. But if on Johnson gets hurt, doesn't play 16, or they just give Swift the role, then this is going to be a hell of a pick. And when's the last time Carry-on Johnson has played 16 games? This never happened. So, scroll down. Mike Evans, Juju Smith-Schuster. I think they're sure things Mike Evans is for sure Juju is a post-hype sleeper people were burned by him last year but I mean come on he got hurt and Big Ben was gone had no one throwing to him so he locked those two positions up at wide receiver DK Metcalf um, is going to be a stud Evan Ingram and then See he 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 up all his other positions. Quarterback Matt Ryan, tight end Evan Ingram. The wide receivers are studs. So then he went back to what he started with with Swift. So he grabbed Moss. It's another guy. You know, if Singletary goes out with injury, big upside. And just like Swift, it doesn't even necessarily have to be an injury to Devin Singletary. There's a world and there are beat reporters are backing this up there's a world that Moss could come out impress and take over more of the workload Singletary is good he's great on a yards per carry basis Um, I don't think he you know blew anyone out of the water last year you know he was hurt himself so there's a chance Zach Moss takes over just a chance then he got JK Dobbins another guy we don't know his role so dobbin's probably isn't going where he'll finish dobbin's is either going to finish at the bottom of the barrel because he's just not being used yet as a rookie and they're giving mark ingram all the work or they're going to let jk dobbin's get his feet wet knowing that mark ingram is probably going to be gone next year and give him a ton of the work and then if mark henry era i'm sorry mark <laughs> ingram gets hurt J.K. Dobbins is going to be a beast. Same thing with Justin Jackson. So you can see the trend here. A bunch of high upside, backup running backs. If if like two of these guys hit, it, this is an A-plus team. So that's why I gave the caveat. B-minus for now with A-plus upside, which is the first A-plus upside I've given. It's not going to be your final grade. Final grade is a B-minus because this could really bite you if those guys don't hit. If you don't hit on any of them, um, it's going to be real hard to make the playoffs, even with Christian McCaffrey. I still think you can do it, but we're talking in the hunt fringe, um, you know, playoff run there. So I do like he grabbed Hayden Hurst. I was wondering who grabbed all the tight ends. It was Gage. Gage and Scotty both grabbed three tight ends. He has Hayden Hurst and Goddard. Um, you know. Guys, like he also has Jamal Williams, another backup running back. You just never know. I think AJ Dillon's gonna be the guy if Aaron Jones ever, you know, gets hurt. But maybe they would give the passing role um, to Jamal Williams. So overall, love the team. He has Sony Michelle on IR. So if Sony comes back uh, for Week One, because right now he's on the active pup. If they don't put him on the six-week pup, then there's your starter instead of Swift. Or instead of Moss, probably. And they're going to be good to go. So this is the highest upside team in the league, I think, because of those backup running backs. It sucks, though. Gage is going to really have to hold on to them for most of the year if he wants to see this pay off. So um, it's very interesting. Potential keepers. And by the way, your X-Factor is all of those backup running backs. So um, potential keepers... Uh, this is where we're lacking a little bit, but, um, you know, McCaffrey, Evans, possibly a keeper. Uh, Juju, if he can step forward, if Big Ben can play 16, I see Juju. And then that could be it. I know I, uh, Metcalf, possibly, if they give J.K. Dobbins um, the role. I guess he's not lacking here. There's a lot of, it, again, it's it's hard to forecast these, but these are all possibilities. Um, even Swift, I suppose even though the last time a running back rushed for 1,000 yards in Detroit was like 15 years ago, I think now, something like that, maybe more. Um, So that would be a tough ask for DeAndre Swift to go in there and and rush for 1,000. So um, like I said, highest upside team in the league, and we'll see what Gage can do uh, moving forward. And uh, nice draft, buddy. Right, our final team for the draft grade episodes is going to be Chris Roach, Arkham Knights, the fearless leader, the commissioner himself. Um, all right, so looking at his team, um, it's got it's a good team. <laughs> I I actually do love this team. So let's scroll through here. Kyler Murray is his quarterback. Zeke Elliott, Chris Carson, running backs, wide receivers. Odell Beckham Jr., Terry McLaurin, tight end George Kittle, flexes Brandon Cooks, Robbie Anderson, um, and on his bench, AJ Green, Hunter Henry, Jalen Rager, Cam Newton, Tony Pollard, Carlos Hyde, Anthony McFarland Jr. So um, this is one of my favorite teams in the league. Uh, Kyler Murray, high upside, probably could you know could be top three, top four quarterback. Could, could finish number one. So you always want to take a quarterback that could finish number one if you're going to invest a high draft pick in him, and he did. Zeke Elliott, the safest fantasy football player in the league, not named Christian McCaffrey. Um, but even still, I think McCaffrey missed a game last year. Um, you know, Zeke doesn't get hurt, so knock on wood. Not trying to um, ruin your mojo here. I don't want him to get hurt because I said that. But uh, Chris Carson, stud, and I love the bounce back for Odell Beckham Jr. as his number one receiver. I think it's there. I think the entire Browns uh, team is going to be a post-hype sleeper. I think uh, I, you know. I read, I, I saw right through it last year. Everyone's picking the Browns to go to the Super Bowl and playoffs, and I, I st- stood my ground the entire year. You can ask any of my friends. I said the Browns are going to be trash again, and sure, surely they were. And, and most of it was on Baker, but just look at the coaching regime. We got you know. There's finally some new coaches in there uh, who know what they're doing. Freddie Kitchens had no idea what he was doing, so. I think they're gonna take a huge step forward as a team and make the playoffs. Cleveland Browns in the playoffs, I'm calling it. TJ McLaurin, love it. And uh, George Kittle as his tight end. So his starting roster is one of the best in the league. I don't like the Robbie Anderson pick, especially in his flex. However, if AJ Green is good to go for week one, You're going to see Roach slide Robbie right out of that starting lineup, maybe punt him, give him a stern kick right out of his lineup and thrust A.J. Green back in there. And uh, there was some issues in the draft room for Roach. Somehow A.J. Green was auto-drafted for him, uh, or he ran out of time or something. I don't know. I just remember hearing, oh, oh, what the? And we looked over (laughs) at him angrily looking at his screen and then i looked at who he drafted it was aj green so this actually could pay off for him so i was like you never know man um so the, the only other thing i didn't like about his team is um he invested a high draft capital in george kittle which is perfect no problem there uh i think he got him in the second or third round but then he grabbed hunter henry so another high end um tight end he drafted him 98th overall i think that's seventh or eighth round um I I didn't feel the need that he needed to do that he could have helped out his depth a little bit um at running back and but instead he grabbed uh Hunter Henry I would have liked to see him grab uh maybe a pass catcher uh Boston Scott uh Naeem Hines someone he could throw in if uh Carson or Zeke go down because right now I mean he does have Tony Pollard if Zeke goes down but other than that he's really hurting at running back and uh, he really only has two starters right now so um, other than that I, I think this is uh, I think this is an a team and um, you know I'll say your X factor is injury uh, because if either of your running backs gets hurt uh, you're in a world of hurt man I know you got their backup, you, I, I know you got their uh, handcuffs both of them. But they, it just won't be the same as Zeke Elliott and Chris Carson. And then the other injury aspect is going to be A.J. Green. It could be a completely wasted pick if this guy just doesn't play. Um, I know it wasn't too, too high up in the draft, but so I'm just going to say your X factor is just injuries because I do love your team. It's an A team to me, automatic playoff berth with, uh, with minimal work to be done as far as roster construction. Probably, I mean, not probably, you do need... Um, some running back help but overall nice draft potential keepers Zeke Elliott Chris Carson Odell Beckham Terry McLaurin George Kittle all could be keepers next uh next year so you know I think uh and those are all in a starting lineup so you know I think he did well so congratulations Roach I believe that is the highest score I don't remember giving out an A- minus um or i'm sorry a plus so i think i think you did well buddy and uh thanks for listening guys this is the third and final episode and uh it's fun doing these draft grades hope you enjoyed it and good luck this season i'm coming for the belt marcus team johnson